This ASAP podcast is brought to you by our excellent ASAP sponsors like Spec Athletic, who truly are the flooring professionals. You know, I've been in the top training centers from coast to coast, and once you see the flooring at Ohio State, Clemson, Michigan State, Louisville, the Michigan Wolverines, the Cincinnati Bearcats, Cleveland Browns, Bengals, Notre Dame, Purdue, the list goes on and on. It's like a, it's like a top 20 in the country list. So basically, talk to any strength coach or athletic director. Sports flooring is nothing that you ever want to have to replace. Talk to the strength coaches because those are the guys and their staffs that end up having to move like 15 racks and 20 pieces of you know strength training equipment. So what you got to do is you got to get a hold of Kevin Cassidy at specathletic.com. This is Ed Sicali with Athletic Strength and Power Podcast. Today I'm back at Nippert Stadium, the University of Cincinnati campus, home of the, the Cincinnati Bearcats. I'm with the head strength and conditioning coach, Brady Collins. Brady, welcome back to our podcast. Great to have you back. Yeah, good to see you, man. And what a great setting we got here outside. Beautiful day here in the historic Nippert Stadium. It's hard to believe I'm even here talking to you because, uh, you know, we've been locked up, locked down and everything. Pardon me, but I don't have my mask on. Uh, don't tell Governor DeWine. <laughs> well, good thing we're socially distant here and I got my mask and luckily we're outside, so it's all good. You know, I'm looking down at this stadium. The place is looking great. I'm not used to seeing it without the hash marks and the lines for the football. It looks like... Uh, Cincinnati uh, FC is getting ready for another contest down here today. Well, yeah, I think they played actually the other night, and uh, so now they're they're transitioning the field back to you know football, and that's always great because this is a football stadium, and you know you love seeing the lines out there and getting everything ready for game day. So uh, she'll be ready to go on Saturday prime time. Speaking of Saturday, with the uh, the Army Black Knights are rolling in. That's right. You know, um, you know due to the COVID. And all the schedule changes, you know, we lost a couple of our uh, non-conference games. And, you know, I know uh, Coach and our AD were really trying to, you know, schedule as many games as we could. And to our favor, not many people wanted to play us, which uh, kind of sucks for these kids. But at the same time, uh, Army was able to schedule a game with us. And our guys are looking forward to another game here in Nipper Stadium and another game on our schedule to show the country, you know, what these kids can do. Yeah, I'm telling you, I was pumped up. You know, I wanted to make that trip up to Lincoln, Nebraska to see you guys take on the Cornhuskers, but that's not going to happen. The Big Ten basically fell apart for a long time there. Yeah, we were really looking forward to not only that Nebraska game, but every game that you know was on the schedule because, like I said, it's, it's uh, you know, you only guaranteed 12 opportunities as a player. And, you know, with all these things going on, when, you know, some of those started getting taken away, it was worrisome at first. But, you know, luckily everybody involved, you know, went together and got a, a great schedule together. And, you know, now it's great to see that the Big Ten and those players and coaches that have been sacrificing so much and working so hard get to play as well. And, you know, there's a lot of positivity going on in this country. And I think we need to continue to promote that, you know, especially recognize these young men and all these coaches and support staff of, you know, administrative the medical boards, all these people that have just been grinding since back in March to, you know, put a product out on the field that's safe. You know, it's just, it's awesome to see, and I can't wait to see more teams get out there and play the game they love. Coach, it's going to be huge, you know, once again on Saturday, but huge means a lot more to you down in that weight room. What's been going on down in the weight room to get these guys ready? No doubt. I mean, it's still been uh, business as usual, obviously, with these uh, new regulations and safety protocols, which have just, you know, enhanced everything that we do. Um, you know, we've always been pretty anal about cleaning and wiping and all those things, but, 
you know, with everything now, you know, as soon as someone gets up, you wipe the bench, you wipe the bar, all those kinds of things. It's just made us probably more proactive. And, you know, I think our kids appreciate that. And they've done a great job of doing that as well. And, you know, wearing a mask, is it is it fun? No, but if it means that, you know, we get to protect each other and play, these kids get to play the game they love, then, you know, we'll do that. You know, numbers, you can't have as many people, you know, maybe in the weight room to start, but, you know, that, that has evolved. I mean, tracing all the way back from June when we just had 10 people working out at a time. But the greatest thing is the culture hasn't changed. The way we train hasn't changed. And there's just some different protocols and guidelines that we follow just to adhere to all the rules. Coach, can you uh, divulge the, uh, the program, the, the strength uh, workout that happened today? Today? Yeah. Oh, well, today was just uh, a little staff lift, actually. Um, I mean, tri- for the Bearcats. Let's oh. go, then let's go back a day to the Bearcats. Yeah, yesterday. So, uh, I want to know what happened. No what doubt. went on? We, uh, we have morning meetings that start around 7.30. So uh, at 7 a.m., there's breakfast for the guys. And, you know, we got the eggs, the pancakes, uh, waffles, bacon, sausage, all that stuff. So those guys are coming in, getting a great meal. And then going to meetings, you know, the non-travel guys are training in the morning and then our travel guys are training throughout the day around their schedule. It's, it's great because it's, you know, as a coach, you're training one to two guys, maybe a couple more at a time. And, you know, you really get to train them individually. And, you know, in-season lifts are great. We still train hard. We're still, you know, not we're never maintaining. We're always increasing our strength. We're increasing, you know, our range of motion, our flexibility, promoting recovery, rehab, all that stuff. It was a good one. We had a little... Uh, dynamic effort box squat we had some uh, high poles before that and then uh, we did some bench row shrug and then we did uh, some more auxiliary chest with some shoulder work and then always finish with some hamstring and buys and tries what kind of rep ranges are you going I mean we all period uh, periodization and all that and and kind of change things up mix things up throw some curveballs at the body uh, what kind of uh, rep ranges and uh, set schemes were you doing so uh, yesterday was uh, our second week of in-season lifting. So on bench, we were uh, four by four as a, uh, a two-deep guy, so a guy that's playing in the game. Your last two sets are going to be at 80%. So you know normally everything we do in the off-season is your last set of bench, you're getting as many as you can because it's easy just to get a number. We want you to hit as many as you can to push your mind and your body to the limit. So you know those guys are staying at that number. We can adjust it, you know, whether they're feeling really good or – you know, maybe the numbers aren't right there, so we'll adjust it to their needs. But if I'm a young guy and I'm not playing, I'm getting developed even more. I mean, you're going to get as many as you can on that last set. So, you know, we, we keep things in, in mind that not only is this workout the only stress they have going on, but obviously there's practice and all the other things. So what's really cool is, you know, as, as our percentages increase and, you know, the rep ranges are never going to be extremely high. So yesterday was 4 by 4 stopping at 80%. You know, next week we go 4 by 3 and you're looking at above 80%, we'll throw the block on there for the big guys, take care of their shoulders, all that stuff. Like I said, we're, we're still training. We're still pushing heavy weight. You know, our, our culture, our style doesn't change. It's tough and nasty to say is, you know, a lot of people get into programming and, you know, what's the best program and all those things. And, you know, I'll never forget. I learned it from Coach Mick. It was like my first day at Ohio State. He said, you know, anybody can write a workout. And, you know, to me that was kind of interesting at a younger age because, you know, you think the workout is everything, but it's not. It's how you, how you, uh, you know, you mold these kids, how you, how you train them, not only just physically, but mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And, you know, the whole, the whole reason that we do what we do is to connect to these kids' hearts and get them to, to go play the game that they love, to also build their bodies so that they're bigger, faster, stronger, and 
obviously can withstand the rigors of a of a great violent game and you know my, my, my staff and I'm very fortunate I got a great staff they're young they're smart you know we all sit down every off season or you know right before the end season whichever time of it is and we'll you know talk about every movement that we want to do how we're going to progress it uh, how we're going to transition to the next phase you know when to deload when to accommodate resistance you know all types of things like that but you know it's not it's not really what you do it's how you do it Hey, Coach, uh, I'm heading into the gym today. What I'm trying to do is get some, some tips from you. You've got one of the top programs here in the country. Uh, you guys are ranked in the top 15 in the nation right now in college football. Uh, I'm heading into the gym. What do I do, upper body? Give me an upper. Well, number one, you better hit your neck, Eddie, because that's the most important thing you got to train. Trust me. Oh, and uh, like, I mean, like I always do, I'll give a shout-out to, to Rock Oliver and Dr. Ted there. They, they groomed me from day one how important neck training is, but – you uh, you better get that neck in. You better warm up, you know, properly. Don't just go in there and do some arm circles and all that stuff. Hit some external rotations. Get the shoulders lubed up. You know, get that upper back warmed up. You better better get some type of you know fast movement in there. A little prep. Maybe it's a clean pull. Maybe it's a high pull. You know, maybe it's a Viking press. Maybe it's a hand clean. Whatever you want to do if you're into Olympic lifting. You know, whatever you're pressing, make sure you're you're pulling uh, at least that many reps or more. And then you know maybe superset some shrugs in there and throw some auxiliary movements in there, shoulders or some other alternative chest presses. But, again, make sure you're pulling just as much as you're pressing. And obviously you can't forget those arms, the money makers. so make sure you hit some buys and tries. Definitely. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to do some, some of your stuff. Step back lunges Can you with the dumbbells or the uh, kettlebells. Can you define how that's done in the uh, Bearcats weight room? Yeah, I mean, we, we try to you know mix up all of our – uh, bilateral movements as, as much as we can. I mean, obviously our staple, we're going to squat, we're going to deadlift, we're going to front squat, you know, we're going to box squat, we're going to squat with chains, we're going to squat with bands, we're going to pull from the floor with bands, we're going to pull from the floor with chains. You know, we, we try to do an array of movements, but when it comes to our single leg variations, you know, there's a plethora of choices that we choose from. You know, one of our favorite is a step back lunge, whether it's with the barbell, dumbbell, kettlebell, or even using a plate, you know, getting them to balance on one leg driving off the back pausing bringing the knee up you know knee up toe up foot up simulating a running movement you know knee barely touching the ground or we'll put a little pad on the ground knee touches the pad we do all types of variations we could do it for reps we could do it for time if you're looking to get a little extra in there yeah when it comes to your bilateral movements there's there's no way you can't go wrong coach we're going to talk a little bit of nutrition here for a second how you guys approach it with the Cincinnati Bearcats Uh, once again you guys are Ranked in the top 15 in the nation right now in all the college football. I've seen your guys, the nation's starting to see your guys even more now that there's football. What's going on with that nutrition program, and how do you guys manage eating with the workout? Do you like to go right from, from the weight room right to the, the nutrition center or whatever? You know, How do you guys figure that all in, your nutrition program? Yeah, and obviously, you know, it's been very, very different with uh, these COVID regulations and all these things. I mean... You know, guys can't serve themselves. They have to uh, serve food in a box or, you know, it's to-go style and all that stuff. So, you know, the biggest thing that we can do right now and that we've always done is availability. The more food and grab-and-go things and shakes, whether they're, you know, already uh, made or pre-made, are right there at their disposal. So, you know, we promote it as much as we can. We educate them. Obviously, that's the first and foremost thing we got to do is educate them because, again, everybody's different. Just because I'm 6'5", 300 doesn't mean I need the same caloric intake as someone that's 6'4", 315. Everybody is different. And so we sit down, you know, we 
go through their uh, body fat analysis. We go through their you know background screening with the nutritionist, with a sportsman. We lay out a pretty good plan for the guys. But the biggest thing we try to do is just educate them. I mean, again, the muscles don't grow in the weight room. They, they'll fill up with blood and look good and all that stuff, but they grow when you rest, when you recover, when you eat, when you hydrate. So just promoting all those things, having it for the kids, making them aware of it, understanding that, you know, the only way you're going to be bigger, stronger, faster is to eat and to gain weight, you know, because I could think of a, a ton of guys here, you know, our Charles McClellan, who came in at 161 pounds, and all of a sudden he's 190 and he's running a 4.4. Like, we didn't make him that fast. God blessed him with that, but he's faster because he's stronger. He's putting more force into the ground. So just realizing, guys, that, you know, just the benefits of not only proper nutrition, but just how much they really need to take each day because they're expending so much. Before we go, uh, I am going to be, like I told you, I'm going to be hitting the gym later on today. Uh, can you uh, tell us about your approach with some of the different bands that you use? You know, what sizes and things like that for some of our young coaches out there listening? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, we're very fortunate. You know, our location, we're, we're right here in the Natty, which is, you know, home of the band man, you know, Bill Jacobs. So, you know, like he said, he'll get you anything from the floor to the ceiling. You know, we use a variety of bands, come in all shapes and sizes, different resistance. We'll use them not only just for stretching, obviously for some, you know, exercise movements, resistance, accommodating resistance, you know, even some different variations that we can use inside the weight room and outside the weight room, skill work, skill development. But, yeah, I mean, if you need bands, you know where to go, Bill Jacobs. Tell you what, Bill Jacobs, with all the stuff that he's got, well, he's even got this new spray stuff for, for COVID, so it's just incredible the stuff that he's doing. Thanks for the, uh, the little plug there for one of our uh, ASAP sponsors, the Bill Jacobs Power Company. Uh, Brady, before we go, can you uh, set the table for us a little bit on how it's going to be at Nippert Stadium this week with no fans in the stadium? How are you guys going to keep these guys, you know, excited about it? You know, the the good thing that our guys have experienced, obviously, is we had a first home game last week. Went very well, obviously, you know, to get that, uh, that awe of, oh, wow, this place isn't packed. It isn't loud. It isn't crazy. But, you know, Coach has been preaching it since camp. You know, you got to have that intrinsic motivation. You know, what, what makes you come out here and play the game that you love? What makes you go hard for your brothers? And it is. It's that culture. It's the guys in that locker room. It's the love they have for one another. And, you know, it's going to be an exciting scene. I mean, you know, you got Army coming in, a top-ranked team. You know, we'll have the band in the stands all spread out. We'll have the cheerleaders. Uh, we'll have the Army ROTC people like that in. So that'll be good, get a little little extra voices. we got family of uh, players and coaches, so that'll be good because mom and dad definitely want to watch, you know, their sons, you know, play the game that they love, that they've sacrificed and worked so much for. You know, it's going to be exciting. Nothing, nothing changes from our approach. I mean, obviously, yeah, there's – there's not the roar of the crowd and all that stuff, but when you touch down, when you score that touchdown, you know, in the end zone, look to your left, look to your right. You got your brothers, you got everybody on the sideline going crazy for you. You know, we'll we'll make sure we got some smoke and some fun lights and all that stuff set up for the boys. And obviously, the music will always be pumping. But you know, when the Bearcats take the field, the the stadium might not look the same, but the team that's on uh, the field will definitely put the product out that we promote. Coach Brady Collins. We're standing right here in Nippert Stadium at Section 110, the uh, east side of the stadium. Just, you know, maybe uh, a long Desmond Ritter touchdown pass from your weight training center. Brady Collins, thanks for joining us with another podcast. Hopefully all the equipment out on the field right now uh, doesn't affect our microphones. I don't think it will. But if you, if our fans at home uh, listen to this podcast, hear all that, understand we're standing right in the stadium, Nippert Stadium. This place is over 100 years old, folks. Appreciate it, Eddie. Hopefully we can get you back down there taking the pictures and 
we can get Ted and everybody back, and, uh, you know, the world will be in a better place. Appreciate your time, Coach. Thanks, bud.